and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we are sitting down, uh, I'm going to say at the Bourbon Bunker, we are hanging out with Mr. Travis Hill, Matt DJ Jazzy Jasnoff, and John Wadel from Peerless. How are we doing today, fellas? Pretty good. You nailed the last name. I like it. Yeah. I know. I know. Listen. I really wanted to correct you on it. <laughs> I like, did too. Like, we were all waiting here like vultures, like, say it wrong, say <laughs> you it wrong. You just keep waiting. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was proudly the voice of the Jaguars, and I've I've said probably a, at least 20,000 last names in my if career. If anyone's counting, this is Scott's 768th reference to being yep. the voice of the Jaguars throughout the life of the podcast. <laughs> probably is. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, uh, listen, we always go back to the fact that I've got a voice for radio, we and know. that's it. We so. know. And so, Matt hey. has a face for radio. It's the best. <laughs> That's as <right>. do I. <laughs> so as, as we were going to talk about this episode, we, what, are, we, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about what are the we Louisville talking about? bourbon scene. I'm sorry, and the what? resurgence. What did you call it? The Louisville bourbon scene. What's wrong with you? Oh, my bad. Louisville. There we go. Indiana Say people. Say it right. Indiana I, people. It, it just, uh, I'm just, sorry. Uh, just, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, get it right. You're right. It's Louisville. <laughs> yeah. We'll throw batteries at you next. <laughs> Louisville. <laughs> Got to get it. Got to draw it out there, Louisville. So anyway, the Louisville bourbon scene and and yes. how things have changed over the last, we'll just say five years. So where are we right now? I would we say are, we're, in, we're the resurgence, right? We are downtown. We are on Market Street, right well, downtown near the arena. You don't get more central than this. That's where we are talking to you right now. So there is a lot going on around us here, Nulu downtown. Um, Germantown, Butchertown, you've got uh, the Highlands, Phoenix Hill, all that area, all the way down Bardstown Road. But um, talk about all the distilleries here, Main Street, all the way down to Peerless, kind of at the outskirts there. Um, John's here representing Peerless. Um, but man, there is a lot of stuff to do down here. So I'm kind of interested to see what, you know, you guys, what you kind of go to, if you had the night free, what, what would you do? Um, Matt, the night free. Well, okay. So (laughs) So some fantasy world where you had the night free. (laughs) Matt's got two new kids. I don't know what those people who don't know what that is. (laughs) Know what a night's like in two years. I got a free night. What? <laughs> I'm out of here. I'll, I'll see you guys later. Like, can I, I just take here. a nap? <laughs> <laughs> I just watch the basketball game. I just want to watch one March Madness game uninterrupted. Besides your couch, where would you go? Uh, you have a pretty comfy couch as well. <laughs> He's sitting on my couch. I am sitting on Travis's couch. It's very comfortable. So um, that's a really good question because there has been a tremendous resurgence in downtown Louisville. And since I've lived here in the past 13 years, I mean, it's grown significantly um, in a place that, you know, I would like to say that we both visit a lot. And, and John, you were just there the other day. Scott's not cool enough to be invited by any one of the three of us. But the <laughs> Thoroughbred Society, I think, mm-hmm. is probably one of the most prominent places to I hang out. I thought you were going to say the Thoroughbred Lounge. <laughs> That's yeah, after too. the Thoroughbred <laughs> Society. We go to the Thoroughbred Lounge. Don't Google the wrong place. It'll take you there, and it's very awkward. Two totally different experiences. Definitely the Thoroughbred yeah. Society yeah, is what Matt is talking about. If you put the Thoroughbred Lounge in your Uber, you're... It's just a bad time. Thoroughbred society is where you want to go. It depends on what type of environment you like. No, it's it, still it a bad a, time. It, that could be a good time for anybody that wants to be a good time, man. <laughs> Only after 2 a.m. does it become a good time. And you're drunk. Yeah, really yeah. drunk. So, but you have to throw a disclaimer on this because it's not open to the public. Correct. It's not. It's, it is membership yeah. only. But, um, you know, you, you do get to go there once or twice before they kick you out for not being a member. But it's Four a, times. Four times. I'm a member, but I found that out. But I think it's like <laughs> hard it's hard way fun. or the easy way. 
Right. The hard way. Hard way, but not for me. Bringing guests. So like, you can't bring him in anymore. Then he showed up with a barrel of whiskey and be like, hey, guys, this is what I do for a living. So I, I think places like that are really starting. The reason I made that reference is those places are making a resurgence down here. There's a lot of cocktail lounges, kind of upscale bourbon bars and types of restaurants that are really coming uh, to the downtown area that are really attracting not only visitors, but locals to come from the outskirts, right? So I think places like that are starting to come up. I mean, you've got um, you've got the Thoroughbred Society. You've got Hell or High Water, which is another speakeasy. I mean, you could even do Sidebar. They've got a they've got an Love okay sidebar. bourbon selection. Okay bourbon selection. They have a they have a great bourbon selection. Selection of it. bourbon, yeah. Sarcasm doesn't go very well on the radio. I think it did. That was just me. I missed it. It's fair. And then uh, you know, Merle's has a great whiskey selection as well. And then you know, in that little triangle of those three speakeasy type uh, cocktail restaurants, you've got all other kinds of upscale restaurants, distilleries, even that you can go visit in the meantime. So. It's really just an all-around, you just got to love day drinking. That's all it comes down to. <laughs> you're, you're talking about basically a one-block area where you have Hell or High Water, uh, Sidebar, Troll Pub, yeah. uh, Docks, um, Merle's, Merles uh, O'Shea's, Repeal, uh, Moxie. You got the new comedy club across the street. Yeah, you need uh, Expo. I'm, I'm just talking on that one block. I mean, oh, yeah. right by the stadium there. I, I just named like eight places you can go have a drink, plus the backside, which was the German place uh, right by Moxie. Um, I mean, you—that's a whole day right yeah, there. I easily. mean, that's crazy. Just <laughs> right still be there, there in the morning. In one block. I don't think I've been to Moxie. Moxie's cool. Oh, it's great. 20, no, you have been to Moxie. They got the zombie tacos. Yeah, repeal. Oh, Beh- repeal. Behind yeah. Repeal. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, I've been to Repeal. Moxie's zombie the, zombie the taco. Hotel. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's Moxie. a cool ass place. If you're roaming around Louisville, if you're from out of town, go to the Moxie, eat some zombie tacos, uh, play some Jenga. Uh, foosball, whatever the hell you want. There's plenty of places to stumble around there. And, I, and I'll be spot. honest with you. I mean, I think Repeal is probably one of the best steakhouses in Louisville as well. Yeah. Agree. agree. Everyone always thinks like Morton's or like ah, Jack Fry's. All phenomenal oh, places, cool. but you got Repeal here, man. Like we have more, which is the great thing about Louisville. It's not about your chain restaurants. I mean, obviously we have our chain restaurants, but like we have um, uh, Chef Lee here, you know, like we have some phenomenal restaurants outside of your chain stuff, which I think is one of the best things about downtown Louisville. You can go, you can spend two weeks here and still not hit every great place there is to see here in Louisville. If you, eat. I've tried to do it in five years and I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I mean, there's, no. there's always something popping up. I mean, it's just uh, it's phenomenal. But yeah, repeal. It's great awesome. State Love that place. Yeah. yeah, make a reservation way in advance, or yeah. know someone who likes to make reservations. <laughs> right. And then uh, you know. North of Bourbon. I mean, my God. I mean, what a great place. I just opened up here recently. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a little bit of a hike from downtown, yeah. I would call it. I right? think it's 10? close enough. It's eight minutes. You know, the is thing, it eight? Th- oh, is it only eight minutes? We think about yeah. Travis located. Like, Travis minutes. is fucking. I mean, Travis lives right here in downtown. And I'm kind of jealous, but at the same time, I'm kind of <laughs> not. In case anyone wants to know where Travis lives. Oh. No, I live <laughs> downtown. No, yeah, but downtown's pretty big, but I mean, just think, I mean, I live the outside. Address is. <laughs> I live about 30 minutes from the city, right? Uh, whereas Travis lives right down here in the mix. Travis is literally 10 minutes from almost anything. If you're a bourbon enthusiast, bourbon lover, whiskey, food, cocktail kind of sewer, mm-hmm. he can literally get anywhere in the city from 10 to 15 minutes. And knowing that... On a scooter. Right? <laughs> whereas, like, <laughs> I, have to, yeah. I have to like plan out my day, whereas Travis, man, he's in the middle of everything. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he could literally... 
I would be jealous, like, uh, I would visit six places every night if I lived here and tried, like, well, I gotta stop I'd here, I gotta stop here, Watch, I, gotta drink here. I gotta stop here, yeah, I gotta go over here for this appetizer, I gotta go here for this cocktail, yep. so, uh, have a, rolling, have a rolling tab at these five bars, but like, oh, I'll be man. back on Friday, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> you know I'll be here, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm a local, born and raised here in Louisville, but I mean, Travis literally has one of the best locations yeah. here in downtown Louisville, and a very comfy couch. You start in about LTS. You know, think about LTS. They have they have this private cigar bar. Kentucky, you can't smoke inside, right? But being a private club, they they're able to have you know certain rules and regulation. But they have an indoor cigar bar. And if you're a cigar lover and a whiskey lover, that makes every difference to you. Being able to sit inside in the warm, watch TV, watch basketball, bet on horse racing, and have a cigar and a good pour. Look. I agree with everything you said, although being warm is super relevant because there's no heater in there. <laughs> you know, I, I'm always still warm. That's better than standing out in the, the freezing cold. No, I agree. It's just, yeah. it's funny. Like, we went there when it was snowing. I was like, oh, I'm going to have a cigar. Like, why not? It was, it was like 30 degrees in there. I'm like, I'm still dedicated, but this sucks. <laughs> you know, I love, I love their concept. Uh, and it's a great little thing. They got like what a roulette table. Yeah. And, um, and they have a craps table. table for, you know, recreational, recreational use yeah. only. Uh, I haven't so never seen that used, but it, it's good to know well, it's there. For like private events, they'll have like a dealer come in. Everything's using air quotes. I know, again, nobody can see that. But <laughs> So besides the one private club in the city, what else is there? I mean, what we just, I mean, we named a ton of them. I mean, if you want, so right. So if you, we can't forget about. House of Bourbon, Justin's House, House of Bourbon. Bourbon. No. Great. Uh, Silver Dollar, man. Susie over there that runs Silver Dollar. Dude, they, Silver they are, Dollar. They so do a great job. Before Bourbon ever took off, I mean, Silver Dollar was a known place to go for barrel picks because they had a package license. Mm-hmm. They could sell their barrel picks. She has a fantastic palate. Um, food's and the good. Fu- food's good. Yep. And, you know, they do industry. Like they, uh, She's all about the people, as I like to say, man. She cares about the industry. They care about what the people want, what they think. Yeah. Um, and they're never that like mainstream. You know what's cool to if, grab a drink at is um, Eight Up. So we're jumping around yeah. a little bit. I almost <laughs> feel like we should do it by like area because we totally skipped over New Lou. All right, we'll get there. How about how about I do the perfect day in Louisville? Like if you're coming to Louisville for Stop one day, Stop calling Louis, it I Louisville. Want, I want to hear this. Sorry, Louisville. I want to hear this perfect day. So the perfect day would be I would start my day at Biscuit Belly. I would get a biscuit. Okay. okay. Give me some, give me some, some fried so you chicken don't have and biscuit. To eat for the rest of the day, right? Well, no, that you just got to <laughs> prime the pump, right? You got to get ready for all the drinking you're about to do. So, then I would probably head to one of the distilleries. We're not a health, a con- we're not a health conscious. No, town. not at all. I mean, look at me. I'm 300 pounds. We <laughs> should. I'm definitely not health conscious here. Um, so then I would probably head to one of the distilleries. You know, um, so I probably I would start my day at Old Forester because probably history and heritage. That's probably the the biggest and the most well known. Um, and I would probably grab lunch at Doc Crow's or like a midday snack to at least try some of the, I'd say they probably have the most extensive bourbon selection. Fair next enough. Next door at the bourbon yeah, bar. At, yeah. Next door but at the bourbon bar. be prepared to pay for Oh, it. you're going to pay out the nose. There's no doubt about it. So then I would say I would probably head to another distillery. Then I would probably pick one of the craft ones. So I would probably either go to Peerless or to Angel's Envy because I feel like they're probably a little bit better. Michter's is... I love Michter's, right? But it, it's there's not a whole lot to the distillery tour. A little tour. small. Yeah, it's a little small. So I would do that. Then I would go to um, probably a, a late lunch slash dinner at either Repel or at 
and and I, you guys will probably make fun of me because it's kind of a chainy place is Brazieros because then I could get all you can eat steak or whatever at that point. But I think Repel would be where I would probably go because you can get a good cocktail, great food, things to that nature. Then I would probably go to either the Pearl for 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 a for a for a nice little drink because I, I like a dive bar. I like to be able to go into some place, you know, sit down, have a couple of good drinks, and then I would finish the night probably at either North of Bourbon or. Um, what's the new place over there? Um, geez, my mind just totally went break. Owen and them opened it. Oh, neat. 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 The yeah. Vintage Bourbon Bar. The, the Vintage Bourbon Bar to finish the night off. That's just me. I think that touches a lot of areas. It touches a lot of different spaces, and it gives you an opportunity to drink a lot of really cool things throughout the process mm-hmm. and a couple of really good meals. And then you'll die for three days. Oh, you'd be up. completely smashed. Yeah. <laughs> wake up, realize you need to get paid again, and... <laughs> It's all about the neighborhoods, though, and and moving from neighborhood to neighborhood in a in an efficient manner. You know, you you want to go to Nulu, um, Taj Bar, West Six, Love Taj, uh, Evergreen, uh, Liquors, Agave and um, Rye, the Tacos. Nulu. If you start to get off off of Nulu and and you want to move down, you you can, you know, do Agave and Rye, and then Prohibition Craft Spirits, and then kind of moving down, you've got Bardstown Road, ton of great restaurants. Neat is for bourbon drinkers is kind of the one main attraction there. Um, th- that place is incredible. There, there's not really anybody doing what they're doing. You're going to get all your um, dusties, your pre-fire Heaven Hill and stuff like that on the for a very good price um, considering what those bottles sell for. And then you start hit from, to me, you, you move from there to Germantown. You've got the Pearl. Uh, which is associated with Silver Dollar. You've got Monic. We, I know we all drink bourbon, but we all drink plenty of beer. There's great oh, 100%. breweries. So many good breweries. Atrium, North of Bourbon. I can't recommend that place enough. You could stop in at Morse's Deli. Atrium is the best brewery oh, yeah. in my right. opinion. Like if you love a good sour or if so you good. like those milkshake IPAs. When I went to the Tailspin Beer Festival, Atrium and was it Hopslopal or? Oh yeah, yeah. Over there off. Um, St. Matthew's, two best breweries in town. They're great yeah. breweries. Yeah. I mean, Monica was, I mean, I really Mo- enjoyed Monica as well. Monica's good, but I like their food better than I do the beer. Their food. Love their food. No, oh my no, God. no, no disrespect to Monica. Like, yeah. I love, like, we've even They're given barrels. We've done some stuff. Did a Saison with the Peerless Barrel, but their food, well, man. That's good. Well, I they, think their food's just that good where it's like, the beer is good, but the, the beer food. cheese, <laughs> they do with that spent grain bread. Like, my God, like, uh, Mo- gluttony. Like, I'm just, I'm going to eat. If you let me sit there and just keep ordering, I will. Are we going Monarch's, there now? Monarch's yeah. where you get drunk and like you're like, all right, we're we're a good beer drunk. All right, let's go to Monarch and get food. Like, yep. That's where you go. And I'm going to Monarch and get food, so I'll see y'all later. And their, their cocktail program, like a lot of people go to Please these breweries leave. and expect like beer, but it's the thing about these breweries now. Like some of them even have great cocktails. Like they're still focused on the whiskey and bourbon. Are you leaving? He is. He's stepping Peacing out. out in the middle of the podcast. Can you even get out? Yeah. He'll get out. <laughs> the, the question is, he's, can he find his way downstairs? He's good out. <laughs> he knows how to escape. Other, okay. Obviously not. He's got two kids, married. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know how to. He, doesn't, <laughs> well, he knows how to get out, not pull I, out. I, I, I chose my words very carefully there. <laughs> We're going to edit this out, I yeah, guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, I probably won't. <laughs> no, you can't just... Your absence would yeah. be obvious. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, Matt. Right, Jasno, <laughs> take it easy, brother. Later, man. Good meeting you. Likewise. So. <laughs> Good. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs>
let him hear this later. <laughs> Absolutely. So th- th- there is, there's just so much going on in the Louisville bourbon scene. It's just, it, it's insane. And, and, and Travis, you, you really, you know, elaborated to the fact that like literally in a 10 block radius, I mean, you could spend the, you could spend two or three days in the 10 day radius and not do right. everything. And which is just insane when you really sit back and think about it. And then when you get to the greater Louisville section, you know, I mean, even outside of, you know, going to Nulu and then, you know, St. Matthew's and there's just so much stuff going on, you know, with the food scene that's tied to bourbon and other things to that nature. It's just, it's, it's really crazy when you sit back and think about it. I really got to just touch on North of Bourbon really fast because those are my boys. I love that place. I still think not it's been one there. Of the Will best. you take me? I will go right now. You go right now after this, yeah. <laughs> Let's please go place. right now. It is one of the best places in the city. Um, they have a incredible bourbon selection. I help curate it, so they've they've pretty much got it all. Uh, old stuff, new stuff, uh, tons of barrel picks, really hit the barrel picks hard. Uh, the food and the cocktails are what's important. Now, look, we are all bourbon drinkers, but cocktails are very important and food is very important beer is very important we don't just drink bourbon right if you're only drinking bourbon you gotta add to the mix here so go to north of bourbon because the food there will blow you away the the atmosphere the people go after 10 o'clock as soon as 10 o'clock hits they switch to 90s hip-hop like it's a vibe, it's awesome. But the food, none of their ingredients come from the distributors. They don't come from Cisco. Everything is locally sourced. It's from local farms. That the po' boy, they fly the bread in from New Orleans. It's not just random bread. The shrimp that they get is is, is shrimp that you have to go way out into deep water to get that no one else uses. Like that, they use these crazy ingredients. Their food is amazing, and the vibe is awesome. It's small. It's in Germantown, a lot of cool places close by. It's not downtown, but I highly recommend going there. He's got me almost sold. I don't have to go. A lot of people come to Louisville, and we have a lot of places that they're not open today or oysters, right? The great thing that I don't think a lot of people realize about Louisville is uh, we were kind of talking a little bit about this earlier off air is that we have UPS's main hub here. So, I mean, our seafood comes in daily fresh. and as Travis was saying about the po' boy that North of Bourbon does, oh my God, man. Yep. I had that. And like, <laughs> like I said, I could have ate probably about two or three of those and put them back in. Their chef, amazing. Their cocktails, amazing. Like, they put a lot of thought and things like that into it. Hence why they, <clears throat> Travis being a consultant on their whiskey and bourbon collection, they have they have a great selection there. And like I said, the food, everything's fantastic. And, uh, it's definitely a great place to stop in and see if you're in Louisville. I mean, it's it's, it's definitely on the must must stop in list because everything must is see. like New Orleans um, theme. Like all their stuffs, like Cajun. They have uh, beignets. It's the, as far as I know, it's the only place in Louisville you can get beignets at. Do you have to be twenty one to get in there? Good beignets. Sorry about yeah. that, but no, these are, okay. beignets are amazing. Yeah, there's there's no other place in Louisville that I know that does beignets. Right. Um, I, you don't have to be 21. I don't know about after probably like after 10 six or eight or, or 10 whatever. Or something, but I mean, yeah. I think you can go in. It's just a restaurant and a. Yeah. Uh, it's just a restaurant. As, as long as the restaurant, as long as the kitchen's open, selection. as long as their kitchen's open, you can go in. Gotcha. Yeah. If you're okay. Not 21. Yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of curious. They stay open late on like Friday and Saturday. We're sitting here. It's uh, Monday night. They're not open on Monday, Sunday or Monday. But Mondays or Mondays are always what they consider industry night, which is always why Silver Dollar is great because they're open. Right. They host industry night for anybody that's bartender, <clears throat> anything like that. They have a 
um, a local spirit or whoever sponsored industry night where they have that free swag, drink specials, yep. all that kind of stuff. Sometimes they do trivia, yeah. all kinds of fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, Sun- for sure. Sunday and Monday in Louisville is tough. It, it, it was really coming to life before COVID. Like two or three months before COVID, we were all, everybody was open Sunday and Mondays. And then when that hit, it just, that was it. And any brunch friends, so we're getting there. Brunch people act. Let me tell you, Louisville has one of the best brunch oh, scenes man. you have ever seen in your life. Like, like if you go to brunch, there's not like, uh, it's like a cult following. Each place has like a certain toast like, on market. Just go to Nulu, New, but just yeah, be prepared yeah. to wait, but it's worth it. Uh, so dude, I, I don't, I don't want you guys to, to skip out Southern Indiana. If you've not been there. <laughs> one of the, one of the one of the best brunches in the area is at the Red Yeti. Tell them, let's I've go. It's that. not right, far so, away, yeah, yeah. dude. It's really literally right, right across the, the right across the let's Second go. Street Bridge. I mean, it I is, don't even know, dude. But it is by far one of the best brunches I've ever had. Uh, Kathy Boyer's the owner over there. There's a guy named Mike Bo is the chef. He's the he's the head chef there, and I think he came from what's the place La Roulette or something like that it's, it's like the place that was right out by the airport by by um the little airport not the big airport but it's like some kind of french cuisine place but dude mike's got some of the best you know chef chops cooking chops ever their menu is fin- just fanatically good they've got like these the shrimp and grits for one is just bar none some of the best i've ever had Two, they make like seasonal stuff and everything is farm to table. Like you were talking about from North, like the Red Yeti was doing that, you know, six, mm-hmm. seven years ago where they were bringing in stuff and literally they have their own, they have literally their own meat market that comes in from like straight from trucks Damn. from Kentucky where they bring in their own red meat, their own fish, their own, I mean, like literally everything is sourced within probably like a 60 mile radius of Louisville, which is insane. Right. So they do just some crazy, crazy good stuff, but their brunch is just to die for i mean it's just absolutely delicious we forget about that you can walk right across the river no 100 percent. you could go right across the what the big four bridge is what they yeah, call it right you can just walk yeah. over there and at the end of the big four bridge is the red yeti literally i mean you just i walk would just like, throw some bourbon in a red solo cup walk across eat some brunch and walk yeah. back yeah, don't, you don't go give away sure. don't go give away all the secrets here that, I don't, oh, there's plenty of things dude, i didn't mention. no no, no <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah i mean because we have we have a you know like i said speaking of the walking bridge we have waterfront wednesdays here during the summer so we yep. have live music and we're talking i mean we have some big yeah. we had like what yeah. like my morning jacket yep. um they yep. had dirty heads who dirty i love yeah. tame the impala i mean, I mean they had nelly last year i mean that was a disaster but yep. that's not her fault no uh, <laughs> well so, kind of actually was her so fault in, in jeffersonville they do the exact same thing but it's on friday nights like yep. basically yep. from what the end of may like yep. i think it's memorial day weekend the crashers usually open it up which yep. anybody from Louis- from louisville knows the crashers <laughs> <laughs> like it um you know so it's one of those things it's uh but i mean literally they have they have bands all summer long every single friday night all the They've way until brunch, labor day brunch on the waterfront this is yep. the new thing they're doing i mean it's crazy there's so much stuff to do around here there polo is. matches maybe i guess i thought there was polo, polo match yeah down river road the other i'm sure okay, there so is. like there's horse polo space. not yeah, like yeah, polo in the space. okay yeah, gotcha yeah, yeah. i'm thinking polo like what i played in high school on the I swim team no with the horses <laughs> you're thinking with the horses so that's crazy there's there's a lot going on in louisville i think people just you know just assume that it's bourbon and i don't mean this in a bad way but they think like horses you know gravel roads like you know Right. It's just crazy that when people come here to Louisville, some people like I didn't realize like how big this city is. We're like, yeah, man, like we're yeah. we're pretty industrial. Like we we got we got a lot of stuff here. All right, I'm I'm, I'm going to throw in two more plugs for Southern Indiana because most people don't kind of realize then that let, they're that. Close. I got a plug. 
I, I want people to be able to reach out to me to help them plan this. So gotcha. No, you, 100%. You do your Indiana stuff, and then I want to plug my... No, 100%. So in southern Indiana, I will say I feel like we have some of the, the best breweries. So, A, we have Floyd County Brewing Company, which is in downtown New Albany. We have Donham Day, and then we have the New Albanian. All three of them are great breweries. You can get just tremendous stuff that they make themselves, plus they get stuff from all over the country and have it, you know, there to prepare and to drink and enjoy and all that type of good stuff. Um, and then the one other thing is, you know, you're literally probably closer to Starlight Distillery yeah. than you are to Bardstown. I'm glad and, you brought that up. And I tell people all the time, and, and, and I know I'm going to sound like a complete, like, fanboy, which I kind of am, but you really need to go up to Starlight. You need to go see the Huber family, Christian, Ted, Blake, Dana, the whole crew, and like like they're just doing some special stuff up there. And the mm-hmm. fact that it's seven generations and and they've been doing this for you know a hundred plus years, you know everything from wine to good food to yep. excellent great bourbon and rye, you you've got it all. And there's stuff for your kids to do even there. And it's like 27 minutes from Yum Center downtown yeah. Louisville. Like it's not far away. Right. And then, like I said, it's probably closer than Barstown. I mean, it oh, really it's from, absolutely close. So, it's closer I mean, than Cox's Creek at Four Roses and Jim Beam almost. Yeah. So, I mean, that being said, I mean, d- don't miss it. Come When you come to Louisville, plan a day to go to Southern Indiana. There's tons of stuff over there. You can enjoy it. And hell, if you want to, go to do that. And then when you're done, go to go to the boat. Go to Caesars and gamble a little bit and have a little fun. <laughs> Shit, I don't, I don't even care if you do that or not. But I'm just saying there's lots of things to do in Southern Indiana. And it's, and it's literally all within a 30-minute ride of Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. this is the Louisville. epicenter, man. One hundred percent, Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. Oh my God, that drives me nuts. So, <laughs> I, I, so my problem is, my wife always told me that Louisville was pronounced Louisville because it's named after King Louis. So, for all these years of being married to my wife, even though I know it's Louisville because all the locals call it Louisville, I still hear my wife just bitching Louis- at me or yelling at me in the back of her head, going, "It's Louisville because it's named after King Louis the Thirteenth or whatever the founder of this." That's city, that's the way the world says it, right? Louisville. That's fine. We're just giving you shit. I know. I just, it, but it's really hard. I mean, it's yeah. like anything when you when you learn something, or especially when you've been like like brainwashed by your wife. Right. And I've been married to my wife for twenty something years. Like she's always been like it's Louisville, and I'm like, no, it's not. Everybody around here says Louisville, and like, so I just remember I don't when, how to say it. When I was moving here, I was like, how did the locals say it? They say Louisville, so I was like, all right, that's how you say it. Just yeah. say it like you have marbles in your mouth. Absolutely, Louisville. or say it like you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, Louisville. <laughs> Chewing tobacco, which we all are a lot of the times. But I was like, make comparisons and you say Worcestershire, right? Like how, like, right? Does anyone ever get that? Like, who? What is the proper way to say that word? Right. Oh, dude, in our coffee scene here is crazy oh yeah yeah you yeah. have a great coffee scene here we, we do really, i mean yeah. we got you guys got a coffee brand john right yeah yeah so i have a coffee company it's called uh stave and bean i specialize in barrel aged coffee but you know i mean i'm not gonna lie there's about 70 different brands out there but i'll tell you one thing about these barrel aged coffee companies they're not doing it like stave and bean um there's only about two or three really popular ones that really kind of do anything but um you know, the great thing about Staven Bean is I specialize in barrel-aged coffee. So it's not just bourbon and rye coffee barrel or barrels I'm doing. We're doing all different types of unique barrels. So I'm doing, you know, orange curacao, rum, amaro. Um, I've done cherries bitter barrels, peach bitters. Uh, oh, peach bitters. Cognac that barrels. Sounds great. That sounds um, phenomenal. All different types of stuff. And I'm not using just cheap old beans. You know, we're using Sumatran, Ethiopian, New Guinea, Honduran, El Salvadorian, and um, 
the the whole point around the coffee company it was you know whiskey everyone takes it pretty seriously right like you love your certain brand you love certain things but a lot of the barrel aged coffee we're seeing were just and and I'm not knocking it I'm just saying like they were just using you know everyday cheap beans put in barrels and say hey this is barrel aged coffee beans where you know um, my goal was to recapture a lot of this unique flavor profile from the aromatics and flavor from these barrels right because. Being a single barrel curator, I get to taste through hundreds, hundreds of barrels a year. And a lot of times after we dump these barrels, when groups select them, they either go with the group so they can just become a decorative piece or um, we send them back to the cooperages, you know, and whatnot to go off and do other things. And uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, this all started kind of during COVID, like how do I recapture? How to, how to recapture some of these aromatics and flavor, right, from these barrels? Because it was unique, right? Like, we would release these single barrels at work that we would call, like, butterscotch brisket, right? Because it really did have unique butterscotch notes or flavor to them. And um, being a big coffee lover, you know, it just uh, kind of clicked one day down there during COVID. You know, we had some free extra time. I was just kind of sitting around. I was looking at these coffee beans and barrels and doing some research and stuff to do and. I just started throwing coffee beans in barrels, right? So I was like, well, let me get, you know, 150 pounds of these beans. I'm going to throw them in this single barrel that we just released up here at Peerless called, you know, uh, Brulee Manhattan. Let me see if I can capture some of these notes. <laughs> and so I worked with a local coffee company here, Quills. Um, great coffee company, man. Like, seriously, like, there's a lot of good coffee companies here in Louisville, but let me tell you, Quills Coffee Company does an amazing job. Their attention to detail um, just... They're right on Main, right? Yeah, right, right. right like yeah. two minutes yeah. from here, probably. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right uh, outside of Nulu. Right. Mm-hmm. And they do cocktails and coffee, but um, the first place we went to that really let us work hands on with them, like, you know, like let us develop our roast profiles. I mean, we do cupping sessions with them and all this other stuff. It wasn't just like, hey, here's some coffee beans, roast them for us. They were totally involved in what we were doing, helped us develop our product lines and things like that. And uh, really pushed us to not just not just be a gimmick. And right. I don't want to say these other coffee companies are a gimmick or whatnot, but I mean, Staven Bean. Let me keep in mind, like we are in, we have a huge e-commerce platform. We're in about you know five different Krogers. We're in restaurants, um, local bars, things like that. And that's because we care about the quality of it, right? Like I'm selecting unique barrels and selecting unique coffee beans to put inside these barrels to capture something truly unique and different. And for anybody that's a coffee lover or purist out there, um, please, if you uh, reach out, john at stavenbean.com. Um, love to see some samples there if you're curious is. about what we're doing like we are it's not just a gimmick run-of-the-mill barrel-aged coffee i take pride and so does my business partner and what we do here he lives in new orleans so we source the best coffee beans and put in and not only do we barrel age them but i literally put these barrels back up in kentucky rickhouses so they are aged with whiskey and bourbon too right they're not just right. going to sit on a cafe floor somewhere like it's the whole experience that comes along with it right and they're going to send it right to your door yeah, yeah yeah free shipping we ship we have e-commerce we'll we'll send everything right to you um or you can come down to kentucky peerless like i said we're in a lot of other local restaurants around town if you go in i won't I'll say we're in north of bourbon we're in lts uh barn eight Okay. And Kroger's too, as well. Hot oh, dang, that, that, that's a lot, you know. So I, I big fan of you know 
<clears throat> what you're doing out there. And then like there's Heine Brothers, which is a local coffee. I think they do fair trade is kind yeah. of their big thing. Yeah. And like you said, Quills does amazing stuff. There's a few places in Southern Indiana. You got Coffee Crossing, Starlight, which is they do their own roasting, do some great stuff over there. Um, there's just so much, you know, and and I know this has kind of turned into five different ways of Louisville and, 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 and Louisville and everything else and what's going on. But there really is just a ton happening here. If Travis, it, I mean, it all revolves around the bourbon scene, though. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That's where it emanates from. So, and and whiskey and coffee go great together. You know, yep. if, you, if you're, um, that's how I'm going to start my day off after yeah. I drink a lot of bourbon. bourbon cream. I'm going to bourbon cream. I'm gonna drink coffee the next morning to get me going. When I was looking at a business start during COVID, right? Because I knew I went starting and uh, looking at different statistics, things like that over seventy nine percent of Americans drink coffee in the morning, right? Yeah. So think about it. I mean, and here in Louisville, we have a big coffee scene, but there was no barrel-aged coffee happening. Um, so, I mean, it, it's a great, the only thing, the only downfall of coffee is the coffee market fluctuates like crazy. So you, you never know. You, you know, you could pay a dollar eighty a pound one week and pay three twenty the next week. I mean, it just, or a month. It just well, it's depends. a commodity. I mean, yeah, yeah. And it all depends on, you know, the harvest from year to year. So, um that's the only thing is coffee market's a little unpredictable, but at the same time, think about it. I don't start my day. I don't leave my house yep. until I've had a couple cups cups of coffee. But you're going to give them high quality at the best price and right to your door. Exactly. We need to get him exactly. in touch with, with, with Christian at Starlight and see if we can't get him one of those Brazilian Embriana or uh, uh, the VDN barrels. Fire oh, yeah. idea. And my business partner, he lives in New Orleans, like a huge coffee Have port, you been right? up to Starlight? I haven't. I All need right. to get there. It's like this is the trip. You're doing. like the fifth <laughs> person that's no, told me about I Starlight. I just went. I need to. Yeah. Was that yesterday? Yeah. It was yesterday. Yesterday, day before. Anyways, yeah. we're wrapping this up. I'm taking control. All right. So <laughs> if, if, for, if people want to come to Louisville, <laughs> if people want to come to Louisville Scott. and do fun stuff, I'm, I'm going to hand it over to Travis, Mr. Uh, Teach Bourbon himself. What do you want to do with them, man? Yeah, no, if you if you have any questions, if I can help you out at all, um, I'm right in the thick of it here. So uh, email me, uh, Travis at teachbourbon.com. Uh, I have the social media. I don't keep up with it too much, but um, just reach out to me. Uh, happy to to educate and guide people on on how to experience Louisville because um, I, I love it and I just want everyone else to love it too. So uh, happy to help you guys out. Um, check out Peerless. Listen to Bourbon Barrel Talk. Scott, Matt, John. We got to plug anything else. Am I doing a good job? Oh, you're doing perfectly fine. <laughs> Make sure you check us out on social media. Download the episodes. Hit the subscribe button. This is all of us signing off from Bourbon Barrel Talk. Peace out. Peace.